0: Hello, and welcome to How Do We Human, the podcast where we overanalyze all the weird and uncomfortable micro-moments in life. I'm Evan.
1: And I'm Chris.
0: Today we're going to be talking about the confusing process of making friends, but first, Chris, how are you doing?
1: First of all, thank you so much for asking me that, Evan. I really appreciate it. What, uh, what a week. Has it been? I would uh, describe it as being seven days long.
0: Mm. Um. Feels long for
1: a week. <laughs> it, it does feel long for a week. We gotta, we gotta make those shorter. <laughs> um. I don't know. I really haven't done very much with those seven days. Perhaps why it feels so long. <laughs> but one thing that I wanted to make sure that I got done, so that I would at least have some sort of story for this episode. <laughs> yes. Was um, my. Uh, debit card has not been working uh, with the microchip. so you, anytime you go somewhere, you have to insert the microchip when mm-hmm. you go to pay and then it says there's an error so you remove it and then you try again and it says you there's a try error. three times. <laughs> you have to try three times before it says, all right, this is getting embarrassing. just use the like swipe um and the the magnetic stripe or whatever that still works fine, but it I'm required to have this embarrassing interaction at every cash register now and it's been going on for like a month and a half probably at this point which is kind of a problem. It's a lot. That's time lost. <laughs> it, is, I, it is time lost.
0: The thing is, I feel like... So since they, the whole idea of those, I believe, is it's more secure than the Stripe. People won't steal your... Because inf- I've had my information stolen via oh, no. card swiping before, which is a terrible crime.
1: The, yeah. <laughs> Don't
0: do it. <laughs> but I've I've probably had six or seven cards with the chip on it. And at least five of them, I've gotten to that point with them. Where really? it's just like nope, you're just gonna have to try three times and the worst part for me is that the cashier is never on board with just like oh yeah you're just gonna have to try it three yeah. times they're just like uh, they do immediately- you want to
1: try another card <laughs> sir we
0: give you like your card's not good here <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i've been putting off calling for so long because i just i don't know what it is but i don't like um calling people who are not my friends or family. Understood. Even though this whoever this is is sitting in a call center answering calls all day long, but there's something about it where I just... I feel dumb calling them and telling them what the problem is because I've worked in, you know, customer service jobs. As have I. And there are so many dumb customers. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to be somebody that as soon as the phone calls over they you know take off their headset they turn to whoever's next to them and be like you believe this guy (laughs) this guy's microchip wasn't working (laughs) he asked if there was something we could do to his account without sending another card
0: that's the thing yeah my my customer servicing was working in walgreens and there are just so many walgreens specific dumb customers that you realize when you tell other people stories like they don't necessarily get what's so weird about it it's like no but working there this is an awful thing to happen and so you never know when you're going outside of a yeah. place like I know when I go into Walgreens the things that I shouldn't do because the people who work there will think I'm dumb
1: what are the things you shouldn't do at Walgreens just a little PSA <laughs> Because now I'm self-conscious about going into Walgreens. Okay, I will try to
0: put a list together for you. Okay. Um, and we can revisit this in what I'm sure at some point we'll do a customer service episode. Absolutely, we will. I will I will revisit this topic then, because okay. I have nothing at the moment. <laughs> I cannot wait.
1: Uh, how? Oh, by the way, I did call them, uh, and I've been putting it off for so long, because there would be times where I'd be like, oh, I uh i can't do it right now i have to go to work in like an hour and a half and i don't i don't want to be tied down to this phone call uh but i called them and it took five minutes and now they're sending me a new card that's awesome yeah it was a (laughs) complete waste of my time worrying about it but uh now i have a question for you evan oh how you doing oh
0: so kind of you to ask I'm
1: doing good. It's it's also been a long week,
0: but I've also not been doing much. The, uh, the bane of my existence right now has been that there is a tiny, tiny, tiny little mustache hair curling into my mouth. And oh. I've been meaning to clip it for three days, and I haven't yet, and I'm feeling it right now. And I've been playing with it with my tongue, hoping to push it away and it's not working and i get very (laughs) self-conscious about people having to watch me go through this
1: yeah well i'm i'm sorry to hear that (laughs) um so it's so it's curling downward into the mouth like
0: i'll get tiny little lip hair (laughs) it's grosser when you call it a lip hair it is my mustache um and it'll just be so it'll be too small to be straight and So it just curls immediately back into my lip and it tickles all day.
1: Oh, I uh, am someone with uh, several lip hairs of my own, (laughs) but I've never had that uh, experience.
0: Oh, you must.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Am I missing out?
0: Yes. Yes. You're missing out on a lot of uh, feeling (laughs) self-conscious.
1: I have um, mustache hairs that will curl upwards into my nose, um, but never, never going down.
0: Well, that's us polar opposites. (laughs) Yes.
1: I think when people listen to us and or see us, they think, wow, these guys are polar opposites.
0: Their voices are not in the same timber at all. No. Nor are their thoughts and feelings.
1: They sound quite different and have many different opinions.
0: Well, sounds like we both got problems. Uh, Oh Yeah. You solved yours. I can solve mine with a pair of scissors. I just haven't yet.
1: Yeah, both very, very manageable problems that neither of us felt a real rush to solve.
0: That's valid. Do we complain too much? Uh, yes. Is there a subconscious thing where something goes wrong and instead of fixing it, we spend a whole week complaining about it for attention?
1: Uh, you know, <laughs> I uh, had never had it put into words, but the answer is yes. Ah, good. <laughs> Glad we we're both on the same page. Another
0: thing that happened to me recently, and this feels like a weird story to tell, because I kind of, I don't know if maybe I did a, a jerky thing. Oh, <laughs> I'll be the judge. You you can be the judge, jury.
1: And I will certainly be the executioner. <laughs> I hoped. <laughs> that is non-negotiable. <laughs>
0: um, so I was walking to work the other day. I had parked a little ways away. And in walking there, I stepped in uh, some dog poo-poo. <laughs> I don't know how explicit we want to get. I'd stepped in it. I was right, I, The
1: verdict is in. That was a jerky thing to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> executioner, get <back. laughs> Please wait and let me finish the story. <laughs> so... I was like, uh, you know, you're kind of doing that thing where you're walking and trying to just like scrape it off your foot as you're walking and I look back at it and I'm like, it's, it's just all in there. So there was some grass nearby and I went over to the grass cause I'm like, that'll kind of get in there more. I can wipe it off a little bit better. So I'm wiping my foot off in the grass and this guy who's driving by in this giant truck stops rolls down his window and he says (laughs) i don't remember exactly what he said but something along the lines of like yeah good job man like good like this this neighborhood's like turned to shit like good on you good job and i I didn't know how to respond i just kind of smiled and nodded my head but i think he was like goading me on like yeah like wipe your foot in their grass because they let the dog do that huh I don't know. How do you respond to something like that (laughs) where you don't understand what someone is yelling at you?
1: How would I do it? I would probably just, uh, you know, smile and nod uncomfortably, but not contribute any other sentences until they just went away. But that's such a weird thing for that guy to have said in the first place. Like, I thought he he was maybe like going to be sarcastic and be like oh good job yes smear it all over the neighborhood but it seems like he's he's celebrating what you're doing he was pro
0: my activities yeah and i don't know why
1: yeah i can't uh i can't imagine why anyone would be pro that activity
0: I think the way I put it together in my head, I got the impression he was very anti-people, not picking up their dogs, poo. Sure. Understandable. I
1: think many of us are.
0: He was very upset that that had been going on in that neighborhood. And I don't, I, maybe he thought I was intentional, like I intentionally stepped on it to oh, show yeah, them to what's what. Oh, yeah, stick it to the man. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the impression that I get.
1: Huh. Fun hmm. fact about me, I have never stepped in dog <laughs> poo. <laughs> What? It's never happened.
0: I I can't wrap my mind around that.
1: My foot has never found itself in the midst of dog poo poo. Do you just like
0: stay indoors and immediately jump on your Segway?
1: That's correct. (laughs) That's why. The tires of the Segway are filthy with dog crap. (laughs) Covered. But my shoes are squeaky clean. Well, aren't you something? (laughs) I've stepped in a lot of gum. Um, but never, never dog poop.
0: I don't have anything to say. You've blown I've, my mind. Yeah,
1: I, I, you know, I see it happen all the time in like pop culture. Like some <laughs> character steps in dog poo, and they're like, "Oh man, what a relatable moment!" But not for me. Because <laughs> it's never happened. Like if that was gum, then I would totally understand this character. But because it's not. I don't get
0: it. Just immediately takes you out of a it movie. Immediately
1: takes me out. <laughs> what is this garbage right Yeah, writing? what is this pretentious character? <laughs> you think they're better than me. They don't.
0: <laughs> okay, well, that's that's our recent events. <laughs> yeah.
1: And how eventful were they?
0: I stepped in poo and Chris never has. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's move into the main topic. Let's do it. We're gonna be talking about making friends making new friends i find it a weird process
1: yeah it i find it to be very difficult uh, (laughs) um post like graduation because in school you're kind of you're like you're set up to fail in the sense (laughs) of like oh wow it's so easy to make friends but then you get into the real world and you don't you're not forced to do like group projects or uh or things like that so you don't so a part of me
0: feels like because you and I are both uh, transplants to this fine city we're living in, yes, Los Angeles, California. Yeah. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> um, is it because I have a lot of friends back home? I made those high school friends, mm-hmm. then I moved away from my high school friends. Is it when you move to a new place, all the people that were already here still have those friends here, and they don't want anything to do with us?
1: Oh, that's a good question. It's a theory, I'm throwing out there, and I have um, caught it and <laughs> am now inspecting it. I—that's a good question because I, you hear that there are like so many transplants mm-hmm. to this city, but it seems like so many people have so many friends. So the question becomes, are there just so many other lonely people like us that we don't recognize them in the oh. the goings on, or are we the only two people in Los <laughs> Angeles who uh, find it weird to make friends? It seems
0: possible that it's just the two of us. <laughs> Maybe unlikely.
1: I'll be honest, not the answer I was hoping for. <laughs>
0: But we found each other. Uh, Yay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're friends.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I, there's also... Um. I don't know if you've felt this way. Have it, How long have you lived in Los Angeles now?
0: About three years, I
1: believe. Okay. This is my fourth year, oh. I think. So right around the same amount of time. An old pro. <laughs> yeah, I'm a veteran of the game. <laughs> and... Uh, what I've found to be true is that a lot of people in Los Angeles have, like, kind of friends. Yes. Where it's like, everybody's very flaky, and they'll just, like, go with whatever the best option is.
0: You know what I'd call them? Connections. <laughs> yes. that's. <laughs> people in L.A. have connections. Yes.
1: <laughs> connections that they sometimes go to the bar with.
0: Any single one of us might be a very famous screenwriter yeah you never point. know <laughs> yeah that's that's valid i uh i'm gonna i'm gonna tell a story about a friendship of mine then i will i'm curious if you relate to this feeling i
1: will be the judge jury and certainly the executioner <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm not gonna make it through this podcast <laughs> Um, so uh, I'm going to tell, I feel weird talking about people, but I'm going to tell a story about my friend Lee and how he and I became friends. So I used to work at a horse racing track back in Auburn, Washington. And, uh, I worked in... Were you one of the horses? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I was the back half. (laughs) (laughs) Lee was the front half? Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever experienced anything like that? (laughs) Um, so I worked in, in like a TV studio... And it was really like four of us that were in there throughout the day and I became very good friends with all of them. And Lee was not. Lee was a camera person and he would be out in the tower. I would see him for maybe 15 minutes every day
1: like a rapunzel situation up in the tower <laughs> yes
0: yes you know they have uh, camera towers so you're up in yeah. a tower with your camera so i suppose a, a sort of rapunzel situation okay. had he the hair that is how we would have befriended one another Ah, uh, but alas he did not <laughs> anyways i'm just uh, the, the main point of this story is for me to say that i am not the person to put out effort into making a friendship happen lee on the other hand my god just immediately off the bat got my phone number from a mutual friend of ours texted me and asked me if i wanted to hang out and just took our friendship into his hands and we've been delightful friends ever since
1: (laughs) that's the dream right there
0: (laughs) so you you agree that like it's it's I don't know. I have a very hard time throwing out the, it feels like dating and and going like, it almost feels like you have to say the sentence. Like, do you want to be friends? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what is this? Where is this going? And Lee was that person in my life. He reached out to me and said, do you want to be friends? And I was like, Oh
1: yeah, I do. I'd love to. (laughs) I want to be friends. Yeah. I similarly am not the person that puts forth a lot of effort. Um, in college, uh, my last year, uh, I was one of the writers for the university uh, like television station. Well. Yeah, very prestigious. <laughs> um, but I, there were people in that station that I was like, oh, I think I'd like to be friends with these people. But I had yeah. no idea how to go about doing it. Uh, and I had one friend, uh, Abe who sounds a lot like Lee and that he can kind of just be (laughs) friends with anybody and like make the effort. But I was like, man, how am I going to be friends with these other people? Uh, so I felt like I had to trick (laughs) them. I had to uh, to do something where like, I was going to be such a good option for a friend that they would have to come to me.
0: I get that thought process.
1: Um, And the way that I went about doing it was, because I had to, usually when I want to like make friends with somebody or um, get somebody in the near vicinity to talk to me, (laughs) I'll talk a little bit louder about something that I think could perhaps invite that other person to say, oh, what's this you're talking about? Yes. And so one day in one of the station meetings before it was getting started, um... There was this website that my dad had sent me that was basically like every week they would put up like five mugshots <laughs> and um five uh crimes and you had to match which crime the mugshot was um I've never uh, heard of attached this, to. Yeah.
0: But I could I'm gonna look it up in a little bit and Yeah, waste some time on there. Yeah,
1: for sure. It's uh I mean some of them are like, oh I don't know who would have you know, committed grand theft auto, but some of them are like, oh, assault with um, like their tent with their shoe or something oh. like that, or like beat somebody with a frozen fish or whatever it is. <laughs> the the wacky crimes are, yeah. make it more fun. But so Abe and I, I, I pulled it up on my laptop and I was you know engaging Abe in this uh, in this venture and uh, was making sure that I had an elevated volume while doing <laughs> it, and suddenly everybody wants to uh take place in this game and that established enough of a connection where then i could feel like i could talk to these other people without it being like who is this stranger that has come up and how dare they want to be my friend isn't that weird that like what a silly feeling but oh
0: man i relate to that like yeah no one wants me to go up to them and right. talk to them ever yes exactly <laughs> but uh, i don't know i i like it when people come up and talk to me i think maybe not i, I, thought, yeah. I just said it i hadn't thought about it <laughs>
1: yeah uh you know part of the reason that i think i don't put forth a lot of effort is that there are plenty of people that i don't really think i want to be friends with it's a lot of that and so i think that just kind of uh, affects my effort towards anybody it's easier to not do things for sure
0: you know what that makes me think of is like we need to tell the story of how we became friends which yeah. is literally the least amount of effort from everyone involved mm-hmm. <laughs> uh we don't have to get into the nitty-gritty of it we were taking a class together yeah and w- you me and our mutual friend Derek were all just people who show up to things roughly an hour early
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and I think all of us were expecting like I'm gonna be there an hour early no one else will be there yes and I will just be alone for a while yeah which for is- <laughs> sure and it turned into like okay i guess the three of us are just gonna spend an hour together <laughs> once a week it was like forced hangouts yeah
1: it was it worked and it
0: worked look at us yeah now we're talking to the top half of each other's faces yes
1: <laughs> that was the dream when we first met i was like i would love to just sit down across the table and and talk to the top half of this man's face. I'm
0: going to peek over a microphone and pop filter. Yeah. And look into your eyes. <laughs> Try to read what you're thinking. Uh <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: <laughs> there are definitely times where I've felt like, okay, I'm going to make the effort. I feel like it's every other year or so mm. my like New Year's resolution or whatever is to like put myself out there more. Adventurous. Adventurous. Um, that has never been a word to describe me, but I keep trying to force (laughs) it on myself. Like let's this late in the game of of who I am, let's change it all up and make sure that I come off as adventurous. Um, but there was recently like uh, last year in March, I had gotten a new job and they sent me to, uh, the corporate headquarters in, uh, Texas To like do different trainings and get oriented with the company, blah, blah, blah. And so, even though in my specific group it was only like 20 people, day one is like a hundred to 200 it's I, could, I have no idea I am so bad at gauging how many people are in a room if <laughs> it's over like too. 12 can't do it it could have been anywhere between 100 people and 500 people and I would not be surprised that was roughly
0: 3000
1: people there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also bad at gauging that but the so the whole first day is um like the company's culture and how we all love mm-hmm. each other and we're all very respectful blah 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 And the, uh, there's an hour break for lunch Mm -hmm. and there was only one other guy out of those 3000 people. (laughs) There was one guy that I knew because he came from the same branch as me. And it was, so the cafeteria is these long tables. Okay. Uh, so you're going to have to sit next to other people. (sighs) That's tough. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A circle table, you can kind of get away with you like can, I'm here yeah. by myself. <laughs> Absolutely, but
1: the long table, you really can't. Yeah. And so the other guy, um, Matt, he was he would spend that hour time like 20 minutes eating his lunch, 40 minutes uh, outside like vaping and um, <laughs> calling his wife. So that that put me at, uh, in an awkward position yeah. of now I have to like try to meet these other people. And there was somebody that I had made, like, an under-my-breath snarky comment to earlier in the day.
0: (laughs) It's the best way to make friends. (laughs) It really is. It is my full strategy.
1: If I can't trick you, I'm just going to say snarky things to you until you laugh at them. And she did laugh. Good. Um, And so I saw her and some other people sitting at a table, and I was like, okay, I've I've forged that connection. I made that snarky comment. I'm going to sit down with these people. And we just had that whole seminar about how we got to, you know, respect and love each other. Absolutely. So this is the perfect environment. So I sat down at that table and, uh, well, I asked them, hey, can I sit with you? I didn't just <laughs> drop down my meal and take a seat, but they were like, yeah, sure. And then they barely spoke to me the whole time. Ooh. It was very awkward because i would ask them questions sometimes to like try and remind them like hey i'm here as well and would love to be a part of this and uh they would very you know give short answers and then move on to whatever they were talking about that's the uh, nightmare yeah (laughs) I lived it. <laughs> I'm
0: so sorry. That's exactly what runs through a person's head when you're afraid of going out and making friends. It's like, what if I sit down at a table and try to talk to people and they don't want to talk to me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Was there any, uh, like follow-up or like how did the meal end <laughs> didn't everyone just stand up and leave
1: um yeah they started to trickle away about uh i'll say 40 minutes in so there were like tw- still 20 minutes of lunchtime where i now just have to figure out something to do so that i mean it didn't uh, no follow-up really right. i remember one guy at that table had just the worst teeth i <laughs> have ever seen like when people talk about George Washington having wooden teeth, yeah. it looked like this guy had wooden teeth. I
0: hope he that did. The
1: dis- <laughs> I mean, I guess I hope he did too, <laughs> as opposed to the alternative of this guy's teeth were nasty. Oh, man. What is
0: what is the preferred? Would you rather have <laughs> wooden
1: would teeth? Would I rather have horrible teeth or would I rather wooden have wooden teeth? dentures?
0: Wooden dentures would be maybe harder to explain.
1: That, uh, yeah, certainly harder to explain, but once you've explained it, I feel like everyone just accepts that that's the reality. <laughs> but if you have those terribly colored teeth, then sure, you could be like, well, I don't know, it's just my teeth. Yeah. Everybody's still like, that guy's gross. <laughs> but if you have the wooden dentures, it's like, that guy's sad. Yeah. So would you rather be sad or gross? Those mm. are your options, really. Sad or gross?
0: if i'm gross (laughs) if i'm gross i can just stay inside and be happy by myself because the only sadness is coming from other people's judgment
1: judgmental
0: looking at me in my gross face
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so i would have
0: gross teeth and never leave the apartment all right watch netflix all day
1: well that's dangerously close to how i live my life now (laughs) Oh, there was uh another time in middle school where you know how there's always like that kid who sits alone and clearly doesn't have any friends? Yes. There was one day, it was probably after like the school played those like foundation for a better life. Uh everybody be nice to each other and look how happy everyone is. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what? One day I decided, you know what? I'm gonna go sit with that kid who sits alone. Hell yeah. I'm gonna change his life. What a good man. Yeah, that's me. So I take my lunch <laughs> And I stroll down the cafeteria. All the heads turn in slow motion. Oh, no. What is he doing? And I take a seat across from, I can't remember his name. I feel like it was um, Steve Garrison, I think. Yeah, it was Steve Carell.
0: My God.
1: And no one wanted to sit with him. Oh, Uh, what a dream. (laughs) Uh, So I sit across from this guy. And we st- we make small talk and it's a little awkward, um, as it would naturally be. Yeah. Um, and I was the type of cool kid with the <laughs> Scooby Doo fruit snacks. Mm, um,
0: the coolest kid. The coolest kid.
1: Yeah, top of the food chain in high school or <laughs> in middle school. is the kid with the Scooby Doo fruit snacks. Oh, god. Um, and at some point, so I'm I I have laid them out on the table <laughs> like to dismiss
0: transaction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just put them there to, like, assert my dominance. You
0: have your own, like, a, a leather <laughs> Scooby-Doo fruit snacks pouch. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: a tiny fruit snacks <laughs> shaped uh, a briefcase. And I set it down and I popped it open. And at some point, he just reaches across the table, takes them, and then... Uh, I'm too slow. I-, I don't know what's happening. So I go to reach for them and he places them... Down below underneath his uh, genitals, and says, uh, These are mine, unless you're going to try and get them back. And I said, That's all right. (laughs) And I packed my lunch back up and walked back to my regular table. Wow. A
0: mission failed. I so the I think the takeaway there is there is there's no way to tell the people that are that don't have friends for no reason and that are sad and who don't have friends because they put because fruit of snacks under their reason. testicles and yeah. say ah, Steve Carell. Yeah. I never watch The Office the same again. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah. What, what an odd situation. Yeah,
1: it was very strange. Okay,
0: so here's my question, and I feel like I know the answer. Have you ever made a friend that you didn't work with or go to school with, or that just in general, have you ever made a friend you weren't already around?
1: Uh, yes. <sighs> what? Well- <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that wasn't the answer no, that you were not the were answer I was expecting. expecting. Yeah, I uh my current roommate mm-hmm. I met through um mutual friends. Oh. And now he and I are pretty good friends.
0: Are you uh, dish are you better friends with him than your mutual friends now?
1: Yes. <laughs> uh my mutual <laughs> friends has since moved away from Ah. los angeles california and uh so that uh certainly made it easier to uh, be closer to my roommate
0: well and you do have to choose when that happens so
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you made the right choice
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) so have you not made friends outside of school and or work
0: or living situations because when I, when I first moved to, I used to live in Seattle when I first moved there uh, it was a house with 12 people living in it oh my god N- none of what well I had my roommate I knew but none of the rest of us knew each other it was very the real world yeah that's exactly what I was gonna um, say yeah that oh man that was an experience especially like when I moved there I lived there between the ages of like 18 and 20 um a lot of underage drinking going on it was a a very silly place to live so i made i made friends that way but i don't count that because again we were kind of forced yeah that that was like that was maybe the most authentic like friend making experience was just suddenly living with a bunch of strangers Mm -hmm. um but
1: yeah what uh do you think would be the way to make friends for us going forward or do you think uh is it a seinfeld situation where we don't need any more friends we have the bare minimum i've
0: always kind of felt that the thing is i i uh, while i say i don't put in the effort to make friends i don't mean this as a brag i got a lot of friends (laughs) (laughs) i got a lot of great friends especially back home in washington state i got a lot of people who i'm very very close with um, I get most of the uh Seattle friends I have are just due to my uh good friend Anthony, who was a co worker at the time, just introducing me to all of his friends. So, again, making th- friends through someone else's efforts, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know, I think people just go to like bars and meet people and become friends. I don't know, maybe I'm uh, making that up, maybe they I, don't, you know
1: what, and that's what I've wondered too because I. It seems like, you know, you hear that people go to bars and they make friends that way, but I've been to some bars, Mm -hmm. and it seems like many people are either closed off in their own group already, or the music in there is so (laughs) effing loud that how could you possibly make friends? People do it.
0: I don't... I've... Only been to a club once. I don't know if you've ever had the the experience.
1: I have been inside a club for about two minutes.
0: Yeah, and then you got the vibe and was like, "Oh, this isn't me." It was well. <laughs> it was
1: the same day that I met my now roommate. Oh, um, you yeah. met a friend at the club. No. <laughs> uh, so <Damn>. here's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll run through this story uh, quickly, I guess. But uh, my it was the second day I had moved to L.A. Oh, cool. Um, and my mutual friend, uh, had I'd gone to college with him. And so I had reached out as I was preparing to move saying, you know, what kind of advice do you have uh, for these different things? And so he invited me to go, uh, you know, out on the town with him and hey. He lived right by the Glendale Galleria. Oh, how nice. Yes. And so we went to that area. It was him. uh, So his name's Alex. Uh, Another Alex. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Myself, uh, someone named Joe, and uh, someone named John, John being my uh, now roommate. Okay. And so we had all met, or I met Joe and John. um, And so we were going to go figure out something to do. And so Alex wanted to go to a bar and so we were checking out some different areas over there and there was this like line of people outside this like new place called Giggle and which is a hilarious, it made, it made me giggle, a hilarious name, <laughs> um, but Alex is like, man, I really want to, let's check this place out. And so we go there and it's hard I, to be serious about a place. Called yeah. Mar- oh man, we, <laughs> have you been to Giggle? Man, I'm just dying to go to Giggle. <laughs> You gotta go to Giggle. Um, anyways, anyways, so we go, and the bouncer outside is—he uh, looks at me because I had uh, shorts on, and he was like, "No, no, no, you maniac, <laughs> you insane person, <laughs> who lets you out of the asylum <laughs> with these shorts?" This bouncer sounds hilarious. <laughs> well, he worked at Giggle. Um, no, <laughs> but so. I was like, okay, I guess we can't go into this club now, which is kind of what I wanted all along. Yeah. But Alex refused to be deterred from this establishment. And so we went back to his apartment. He lended me some pants. Great. And was like, here, wear these. We'll show them. So then we go back to Giggle. Then we have to pay the outrageous cover charge. Yeah. We walk inside and almost as soon as we have walked in, uh... Everybody looks at us and we just kind of, you know, make our way through the crowd and the music is like thumping pretty hard and the lights are flashing. But through all of it, everybody's just like, what are these four people doing here? (laughs) Um, And it didn't help that John and Joe are both over six feet tall. (laughs) And everybody in that club is Armenian. Oh, And so all of them, it's like packed wall to wall. And so, all of them are like, what are these four white people doing in here?
0: Not dancing, I
1: presume? (laughs) Um, uh, no. We were, like, trying to figure out where we, um, belonged. And the answer was nowhere. So, about two (laughs) minutes later, we walked outside. And we went to, uh, like, a taco place down the road, I think. But it was a very uncomfortable experience. But it meant I was bonded to them for life. (laughs) Hey, that's uh, that's the law. <laughs> yeah, that was the curse the the witch put on us.
0: Uh, people people do it though. People go to clubs. People make friends there. People make friends through dance. I don't think they what? need.
1: <laughs> I don't think they need. I have never words. heard people make friends through dance. Uh, am I wrong? <laughs>
0: I think people go to clubs, nobody can hear what anybody is saying, dancing happens, and certain people, it's not always like a looking to hook up sort of thing, sometimes it's just like people who enjoy dancing, and I think people who have similar dance styles just meet, match up, and just spend the night dancing together, and they're friends for life, Huh? bonded forever
1: through the art of dance do you enjoy dancing in um, public locations
0: uh, enjoy is not the word here's here's I've, I've got a weird <laughs> you've touched on a weird point in my <laughs> head one of the, the yeah ugh. It, it's the grossest sentence I say about myself I uh I feel very uncomfortable dancing in public but I'm very good at it <laughs> <laughs> whenever i do crowds form <laughs> people tell me what an amazing dancer and what great rhythm i have i'm very uh, fluid
1: okay well in that sense then we are polar opposites
0: <laughs> meaning you love dancing in public but alas
1: <laughs> i would love to be able to dance in public let's put it that way i cannot i have very little rhythm i have some i I don't think that i'm the worst person on the dance floor but i certainly look on my face like i am having the worst time (laughs) i cannot hold a natural (laughs) smile while dancing
0: Ooh, yeah that's a uh, i never think about that's like expert level dancing is controlling your face yeah Uh, i don't know that i do that maybe i I am
1: sure i look constipated (laughs) while i dance but are you only sometimes well, well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i've never thought about it i don't know if i smile when i dance i'll have to dance in front of a mirror yeah or with
1: friends oh we but just... as we have learned <laughs> perhaps that's uh, perhaps the mirror will be easier <laughs> What have we learned today, Evan?
0: Well, that's a wonderful question. We've learned that... I mean, really, what we learned is that neither of us put any effort towards making friends, and you don't have to. Other people will, so...
1: <laughs> yes, but I think that... Or at least this is true for me. I, I feel a bit of envy towards the people that can put forth the effort.
0: So, hmm. It's worth trying...
1: Well, as I feel like my stories have pointed out, it's not always <laughs> worth trying. Sometimes people just don't want to be your friend. That's true. Some, And yeah. hey, there's no change in
0: those people.
1: That's, yeah, you're right. I don't know.
0: I don't know what I learned. Um, wiping dog shit on the grass can get uh, an audience that loves you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I think if there's one thing to take away from today, it's that smearing... Dog poo-poo <laughs> is the one way to gain a new friend.
0: I didn't, I didn't even think of a false circle. That was a friend I made, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I, <laughs> and, and I don't know I, how you'll ever find him again. But I'll, uh, <laughs> I assume the same action in the same spot, like the <laughs> it's bat like the signal. Bat <laughs> signal? <laughs> I will summon him. <laughs> I'll go, ah,
1: good job, man. Ugh, uh, the hairs on his arm are going to stand up. Wait a second. He's, He's back. back. <laughs> Sticking it to the man
0: oh this town <laughs> yeah so i guess that's what we learned that's what happened uh did you have anything to promote
1: oh sure i can always you know promote myself uh <laughs> follow me on twitter at chris underscore binning or on instagram at Chris.binning. yeah very difficult to get <laughs> consistent <laughs> handles it is uh, um <laughs> uh you can also subscribe to my youtube channel sassy milkshake oh how nice yes uh you can also find me all about town uh dressed in various bird costumes hoping people will feed me bread oh how nice yeah you're easy to spot i (laughs) am i'm the bird that's considerably larger than all the other ones Do you Co- have anything you'd like to plug, Evan?
0: Uh sure. I'll plug my my Twitter at Evan Cox Arquette because I'm a child, <laughs> 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 and I haven't brought myself to change it because I think that's very funny. <laughs> 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 or my Instagram, I hardly use, which I believe is at ecox3, which is clearly a handle. I just it's all I could find.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> we'll, been there.
0: We'll get uh, we'll get. Are, like, handled straight across the board at some point. It'll be very exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't have an exciting YouTube channel, um, but you can find me online. I've been making my own toothpaste um, out of, uh, you know, things around the house. Okay. Um, and I'm selling that online.
1: What are the things around the house you are using to uh, make toothpaste?
0: Oh, <sighs> water, toothpaste.
1: It's just watered-down toothpaste?
0: Okay, forget I said anything. Um, Okay, well, that sounds great. It sounds like it would
1: work really well on, like, wooden dentures.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, well, that's all I've got. Okay, bye! Okay, bye! (laughs)